pleasant evening to all my listeners i am sarthak so from the responses i have got on instagram i have made this series on marvel movies for you all so in my this series related to marvel movies i will going to tell you all about marvel studios upcoming movies and what are the facts and news related to it before the beginning of the segment i will be going to tell you about the timeline of thor in mcu movies as it is very important to tell the listeners about thor who are listening it for the first time from going all shakespearean on us at the start and wearing mother's wraps in a super team up to meeting mjolnir's match during the apocalyptic ragnarok and getting a whole new weapon in avengers infinity war here's how to watch all the god of thunder's outings in order over the course of his on screen adventures thor has had one of the biggest character arcs of any of the mcu heroes thor Odinson is an impetuous blowhard who acts before thinking when he first meet him attacking the frost giants by letting him against his father's wishes in response Odin strives him of his powers and exiles him to earth where he meets astrophysicist Jane Foster her assistant Darcy and mentor Dr Eric Selvig Thor's brother Loki finds out he's actually the son of the frost giant Ling Lofey so when Odin takes his Odin sleep power nap to recover his strength Loki seizes Asgard's throne and sends the destroyer to kill his brother. By offering himself as a sacrifice to save the warriors, Thor becomes worthy to wield the hammer Mjolnir and defeats the destroyer. Back in Asgard, Loki kills his real father Lofey in a betrayal that makes it looks as if saving Odin's life. Loki plans to use the attack to justify destroying Jotun him using the power of the Bifrost bridge. Thor stops him by destroying the bridge knowing he will be unable to return to earth to see Jane. Odin awakes in time to save his children but Loki seemingly falls to his death by choice. Amar Stein Thor admits to Odin that he is not yet ready to be the king. The Avengers numbers has swelled in recent times but Thor got in on the ground floor as one of its founding members. Given that the threat facing Earth comes from his brother Loki, he is where he needs to be in exchange for handling over the powerful Tesseract, which contains an Infinity Stone. Loki gets his own Chitauri army to help him subjugate Earth. When Loki surrenders to Black Widow, Captain America, and Iron Man, Thor appears and frees him, hoping to convince his brother to return home. After fighting Earth's mightiest heroes, Thor eventually agrees to take Loki to Shield's helicarrier, but his brother's agents attack it, and Thor is forced to engage the Hulk to try and stop his rampage. Loki escapes after killing Agent Coulson and ejecting Thor from the helicarrier. Loki leads the attack on Earth, but the Avengers rally to protect New York, and he is defeated when the Hulk pummels the funny god into submission. Thor returns both Loki and Tesseract to Asgard. Thor succeeds in his battle to pacify the nine realms following the reconstruction of the Bifrost. It's great timing as the Asgardians soon learn that a real alignment of the nine realms known as the Convergence is imminent. When Heimdall reveals that he can no longer see Jane Foster, Thor travels to find her and realizes she has been infected with an earth-worldly force called the Aether. This awakens the dark elf ruler Melekith the accursed who travels to Asgard to find the Aether and kills Odin's wife Frigga when she won't reveal Jane's location. Thor reluctantly enlists the help of Loki and promises him vengeance on Melekith for the death of their mother. They confront him on 
Swarthil him, and when Malekith draws the ether out of Foster, Thor tries to destroy it using the power of Majlonir. The attempt fails. Loki is seemingly killed, and Malekith makes his escape. Thor heads to the center of the convergence in Greenwich, and battles Malekith through various portals and across multiple worlds until the Dark Elf is eventually transported to Swarthil him, and crushed by his own ship. Thor returns to Asgard but declines Odin's offer to take the throne, telling his father of Loki's sacrifice. As he leaves, Odin transforms and it is revealed that Loki is alive and is impersonating him. The Age of Ultron is the first MCU movie where Thor does not play off against his brother Loki. It opens with Thor aiding the other Avengers in a raid on a Hydra facility and the God of Thunder largely plays a supporting role in their following actions. As Banner and Stark try to create an AI portal using the intelligence found in Loki's stuff. Thor's main contribution is to find out if there is any truth to the apocalyptic future he was shown by Scarlet Witch. The knowledge he gains during this dangerous procedure convinces him to activate the body elect Ultron as created. He explains that he had seen the gem on its brow in this vision. His actions are justified when Vision, named after Thor's supernatural insight, lifts the god of thunder's hammer and proves himself worthy. When Ultron threatens to raise the landmass of Sokovia and smash it into the earth, killing all human life, Thor and the other Avengers head there to stop him. Thor fights the robotic army to stop them triggering the descent, but when one of Ultron's drones gets through, he works with Stark to overload the machine and shatter the landmass. At the end of the film, Thor returns to Asgard to learn more about the forces he suspects have manipulated recent events. If you wonder what Thor was up to during the events of Captain America's Civil War, as two factions within the Avengers battle it up, this shot humorously answers that question. While Team Cap and Team Iron Man were getting their fight on, Thor took a short break in Australia and moved into a flat share. Shot by Taiki Vitita in a mockumentary style similar to his film What We Do in the Shadows, Team Thor introduced us the character of Daryl Jacobson and saw Thor's attempts to land a place in either team, scuppered by his lack of mobile phone and his inability to have Daryl craft an email to Stark. Thor and Dale return in the second helping of Team Thor, which appeared as an extra on the Doctor Strange Blu-ray. I am the prince from another world and I am used to giant shiny golden castles, so this is a kind of ridiculous in a lot of ways, but I am managing, Thor says, as it reveals he is not the greatest at paying the rent or the bills. In an end credit, Scene. Thor sits in the New York Sanctum talking with Stephen Strange when Thor says he doesn't drink tea. The Sorcerer Supreme gives him a steel of beer that never runs dry. Stranger says he has been keeping tabs on beans that might be a threat to Earth and Loki is one of those. Thor reveals that the pair are looking for Odin and Strange, says if it will aid them in getting back to Asgard quicker, he'll help them. Imprisoned by Sartar in Muspelim, Thor listens as the Fire Demon explains how Ragnarok will be achieved when his crown is dived into the eternal flame that burns in Odin's vault. Having freed himself, Thor defeats Sartar, takes him's crown, and believes he has prevented Ragnarok. In a repeat of the end credit scene from Doctor Strange, Thor and Loki eventually 
locate Odin only for their father to die of old age. His passing frees their sister Hela, who destroys Thor's hammer Mjolnir. Hedlum's attempted retrieval brings Hela to Asgard and sends Thor and Loki to the trash planet Sakar. As Hela takes control of Asgard with some resistance by Heimdall, Thor and Loki but heads with the ruler of Sakar, the grandmaster Thor has to fight his friend from work and after the battle tries to convince the Hulk to give up his role as the champion of the arena and join himself, Loki and Valkyrie on an escape mission to save Asgard from Hela. Having escaped the planet and returned home, Thor realizes that the only way to defeat his sister is to trigger Ragnarok and have Surtur destroy her. The remaining Asgardians watch as they are airlifted off the planet and their kingdom is destroyed. You know I am 1500 years old, I have killed twice as many enemies as that and every one of them would have rather killed me but none succeeded. I am only alive because fate wants me alive. Thanos is just the latest of a long line of busters and he will be the latest to feel my visions. Fate wills it so. So, Avengers Infinity War saw the God of Thunder suffer further major losses following the destruction that occurred at the end of Thor Ragnarok with Loki and Hemdal both killed by Thanos. Almost immediately, Thor sends out a distress call and is rescued by the Guardians of the Galaxy. Thor realizes that Thanos will head to nowhere next to take the reality stone from the collector. As the rest of the Guardians head there, he travels with Rocket and Groot to Nidavellir where they help Master Blacksmith Ithri create a battle axe called Stormbreaker which is capable of killing Thanos. Having completed the weapon with the help of a handle made from Groot's wood, Thor, Rocket and Groot arrive at the Battle of Wakanda to reinforce the Avengers. Although Thor severely wounds Thanos, he doesn't deliver a killing blow. You should have aimed for the head, Thanos says, before he snaps his fingers and wipes out half of the universe with the completely infinity gauntlet. Then we saw Thor in the final battle in Avengers Endgame in news and Thor went in space with the Guardians of Galaxy. So that's all for the timeline. So now guys, for the first segment, I will be going to tell you about the upcoming movie of our God of Thunder Thor, as we all know which is Thor Love and Thunder. I think Thor is going to face a streak of lightning from his love. <laughs> the movie is being directed by Taika Waititi. The movie will have the star cast including Chris Hemsworth playing the role of Thor, Tessa Thompson playing the role of Valkyrie and Natalie Portman playing the role of Jane Foster whom we have seen in Thor already. The movie is officially going to release on February 11, 2022. I really hope this movie to be amazing for all of us and I really want this movie because I am excited that what is going to happen in Thor's life after the endgame, killing a great villain like Thanos. Today when I was reading about this movie, I found a news which stated that Natalie Portman confirmed today that the plot of Thor Love and Thunder is based on the comic book Run Mighty Thor where her character Jane Foster becomes Lady Thor while also battling cancer. Okay. So we are going to see Lady Thor as well. Okay. Now I think after some years we will be going to see Baby Thor as well. <laughs> I was thinking someday back that who will be the villain in Thor Love and Thunder. So I got another news which stated that Batman in one world, Marvel win in another. 
Tessa Thompson revealed Thursday that Kristen Bell will play the villain in the fourth Thor movie, Love and Thunder. The actress who plays Valkyrie and the new king of Asgard following the events of Avengers Endgame offered up the news to CNET sister side ET. I am also wondering that will Loki will be there or not because no one can say that Loki is dead or not in Infinity War and actually there's a big reason which I will tell you in my next other segments. When Marvel Studios announced their Phase 4 film state at San Diego Comic-Con 2019, fans were surprised to learn that the schedule only extended as far as the end of 2021, but very happy to learn the identity of the title that will be closing out the 2-year-long era of the franchise. Thor: Love and Thunder will be the fourth of four MCU titles set to hit theaters next year. Following awesome which I will be dealing in my further segments prior to the release of Avengers Endgame there was a broad assumption that Iron Man and Captain America and Thor were seeing their period in the Marvel Cinematic Universe come to an end the three characters had been their individual solo trilogies play out and it felt like the blockbuster would serve as a big goodbye for the trio but while the massive film did say so long to both Tony Stark and Steve Rogers Chris Hemsworth's time as the God of Thunder is not over as he will be soon back in Thor 4 or the Thor Love and Thunder. So let's hope that this movie goes blockbuster and for all the Marvel fan let's cheer. Thank you all for lending me your ears and I hope that you all will share this podcast further to your friends so that I get the motivation to make such more podcasts for you and yeah if I want some more special podcast you can contact me on my Instagram which are, whose ID I have provided in the description. So thanks a lot. Hashtag cheers for Marvel.